Welcome to New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, where we envision to build a biblical community of loving believers, which have a personal relationship with God and each other, modeling the pattern of lifestyle of Jesus Christ. Join us now as we prepare our hearts and minds to hear and receive the Word of God from the man of God, Senior Pastor Rev. Nathaniel Wood. Divine favor. Is being singled out by God for special treatment. It is at His exclusive and unquestionable bidding pleasure. It means you have somehow found favor with him against all odds. <laughs> Divine favor is when people validate, accept, and treat you in a special way. Divine favor is God stepping into one situation to make a worthwhile difference. Divine favor <laughs> is one way that God demonstrates his affection and his love for us. Divine favor from heaven is that which envelopes our lives and draws blessings to us. Divine favor is preferential treatment, a gift from God. Somebody say thank God for divine favor. But listen to me. Listen to me good. Divine favor is given to us out of God's goodwill and never is divine favor earned. Did y'all catch that? Divine favor is given to us out of God's goodwill. We cannot earn it. I want to know 
sitting here in the sanctuary and those who are watching, have you ever been a recipient of God's divine favor? <laughs> Listen, if you don't think you've been a recipient, I know that I certainly have. Brothers and sisters, let us take a quick snapshot of the events that take place preceding our selected scriptural text found in the book of Ruth for today. Now, if you listen to or attend our Wednesday evening Bible study on the book of Ruth, this little snapshot that I'm about to give should be very familiar to you. When the book of Ruth opens, we are told that there is a severe famine in the land of Bethlehem in Judah. As a result of the famine, a brother named Elimelech, together with his wife named Naomi and his two sons, named Malon and Killian, left Judah and relocated to the country of Moab because they heard that there were provisions in Moab. Now the Bible says that after reloaded, relocating to Moab, that Elimelech, Naomi's husband, died. Now, Fred, we don't know how long they were in Moab before he died. All we know is that he died. Now, remember with me, my brothers and sisters, that the reason Elimelech moved his family to the country of Moab was because there was a famine in his homeland of Judah. In other words, they were strangers. They were foreigners in the land of Moab. But the Bible says Elimelech dies. The Bible says that Naomi's two sons, Malon and Killian, married women from Moab. Malon married a woman named Ruth, and Killian married a woman named Orpah. Am I right about it? Now, after being married 
for some 10 years, Ruth nor Orpah conceived any offspring. And the Bible says that their husbands, Malon and Killian, both of them died. What? <laughs> That's right, Fred. All the men died. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Naomi <laughs> had lost her husband in Moab and now has lost both of her sons. Naomi hears that the famine is over in Judah. So she decides to return back to Judah. She tells her daughters-in-law to return back to the homes of their mothers. And it was going to be her prayer that God would Bless them to both find other husbands. After three times of encouraging them to leave her and return back to their mother's homes, the Bible tells us that Orpah decided to return home while Ruth chose to leave the land of Moab and go with her mother-in-law, Naomi, back to Judah. When <laughs> Naomi and Ruth arrive in Bethlehem, the Bible says that the whole town was stirred because of them. As a matter of fact, the Bible tells us what happened. The women of Bethlehem began to ask each other the question, could this be Naomi? The Bible says that Naomi responded, don't call me Naomi. Call me Mara. Because the Almighty has made my life very bitter. I went away fool, but the Lord has brought misfortune upon me. Now, 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 brothers and sisters, remember, you're good Bible readers. When Naomi left Judah over 10 years ago, she left with a husband and two sons. <laughs> to her, 
even though they left Judah as a result of the famine in the land, Naomi still felt that her life was full because she had a husband and two sons. As long as she had her husband and two sons, she felt that she was all right. <laughs> but now, they gone. And she is now filled with heartfelt grief and depression. And listen, listen, listen what she says to the women. She tells them that the Lord <laughs> has brought misfortune upon me. In other words, Naomi is in essence telling the women of Bethlehem that she does not feel that she has nor will ever have again the divine favor of God in her life. And maybe, just maybe, there is someone this morning who is watching or listening who feels like Naomi feels in our text. For somebody watching or listening, life has been hard for you. Especially during this COVID pandemic that we are currently experiencing. Somebody watching and listening has had their share of ups <laughs> and downs. You have experienced difficulty after difficulty. It seems like everywhere you go, there is trouble. <laughs> You've lost loved ones. You've lost job security. Depression has knocked on your door and has invited itself into your life. You feel like you are on God's I don't care list. <laughs> and that God's divine favor is far removed from you. Let me say this to somebody today. Just because you experience hardship and trials in life is not an indicator that God has abandoned or forsaken you. 
Listen. Jesus never promised us that life would be easy. But I'm so glad that he did promise his presence with us during the tough times of life. But I have some good news. Somebody say good news. To tell somebody today. And the good news is this. You matter to God. Oh, man. That, that. Did y'all hear that good news? I said you matter to God. And let me tell you what he's about to be. I'm a be in the role of a prophet today. Let me tell you what God's about to do. He is about to release his divine favor into your life. <laughs> I'm here to prophesy that God is about to release to you everything that you will need to make it through your difficulties and through your trials. Somebody ought to say, thank God. <laughs> you know what I'm telling you? This is what I'm telling you in essence. That God's divine favor is heading your way. Lord, have mercy. You sit beside somebody and say, God's favor is on the way. That was just a snapshot. Now let's look at our selected scriptural text for today. When chapter 2 of the book of Ruth opens, the Bible says that Naomi had a relative on her husband's side, a man of standing, from the clan of Elimelech, whose name was, that's right, Boaz. I, I know y'all good Bible readers. And Ruth, <laughs> the Moabite said to Naomi, let me go to the fields and pick up the leftover grain behind anyone in whose eyes I find favor. Now, remember, 
Ruth was a stranger. She was a foreigner in Judah. Fred, she didn't know anybody but her mother-in-law, Naomi. She didn't know who owned property. She did not know whose field that she would be able to glean in. But listen closely to her words spoken to her mother-in-law, Naomi. Let me go to the fields and pick up the leftover grain behind anyone in whose eyes I find favor. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Somebody say favor. Ruth recognized that she could be a recipient of divine favor. This brings me to my first sermonic point for today. And the point is this. Divine favor promotes us in the eyes of others. All right, let me let me let me say that again. We're talking about favor. Thank God for favor. Divine favor promotes us in the eyes of others. Listen, even though the person may not know us, God can move the person's heart to favor us. Can I give you a personal testimony? Several years ago when I moved to Sanford, my first job was working with my wife in the W. Corey Company and you know what my job was? Pressing pants. That's right. Your pastor used to press pants for a living. Uh, uh, I, I pressed pants. Me and my wife had just got married, and, and that little bit of money, we hardly could make ends meet. And so then I, I was blessed to be able to get my second job working as an assistant manager at McDonald's. Two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on us. I, I know all about it. I, 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 I put them together. <laughs> struggling, struggling. We were struggling to make ends meet. But then I was made aware that there was a position that was soon coming available 
at Sanford Housing Authority. Now, brothers and sisters, I had no experience in the rental housing business. Matter of fact, when I filled out the application for the position, I knew that I was unqualified for the position. I knew that I had no experience whatsoever but God. <laughs> Somebody say, but God. That's all you need to keep in your pocket. Keep but God. But God. Touch the heart of a man named Roy Utley <laughs> to find divine favor in me and he hired me for a job that I was not qualified to do. Listen, I didn't deserve it. But I'm here to tell you that God favored me. Anybody in here want to say God favored me? And I stopped by this Sunday morning to let somebody know that God has a way of connecting you to the right people at the right time who will show you his divine favor. Am I right about it? Come on, some of us in here, some of us watching and listening today, we'll be honest with you. Some of us are living in houses that we did not qualify for. We're working on jobs and holding positions that we know we didn't qualify for. We're driving automobiles that we know we didn't qualify for. But, but God favored us. <laughs> God divinely orchestrated behind the scenes that Ruth would show up at the right field at the right time. And check this out. We see God's divine favor in the fact that God had Ruth find favor in the eyes of Boaz's overseer. In other words, even before Boaz shows up to the field, <laughs> his overseer gives permission to Ruth to glean 
behind the harvesters. All I am saying is that God can touch others' hearts to favor you. Okay, okay. And God's divine favor not only causes others to favor us, but God's divine favor provides protection for us. <laughs> Somebody ought to say, thank God for favor. God's divine favor provides protection for us. We see this truth in the text. In verses 8 and 9, Boaz says to Ruth, My daughter, listen to me. Don't go and glean in another field. And don't go away from here. Stay here with the women who work for me. Watch the field where the men are harvesting. And follow along after the women. But check this out. Check this out. Somebody said, check this out. Boaz says to Ruth, I have told. The man not to lay a hand on you. Sound like protection to me. Because Ruth found favor in the eyes of Boaz. Boaz provided for her protection. And I don't know about you, but I am so glad that when God favors me, he also provides protection for me. Let, 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 maybe you're not familiar, but, but David says it like this. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. If goodness and mercy are following me, that lets me know that God's got my back. And isn't it good to know that the enemy has to go through God in order to get to you. <laughs> Minister Lucas, you know what that lets us know? That lets us know if God allows trials in our lives that he is well able 
to keep us in our trials and deliver us safely out of them. Can I have about five more minutes? I want to know, has anyone in here ever experienced God's divine protection? I don't know about you, but I know I have. Fred, I, I know that there were some places that I had no business being in. Snatch your halos off. You've been in some places you know you had no business being in. But God <laughs> protected us and favored us. And you know what? There were some times when in innocence we walked into situations that could have resulted in our death. But God favored and protected us. Can I get a witness? Well, lest I keep you too long, Ruth demonstrates to us the blessing that comes from receiving the divine favor of God. God's divine favor led her to the right person in the right field. Boaz demonstrated to her the favor of God by providing her protection while she gleamed in his fields. And finally, we see the divine favor of God demonstrated to Ruth by Boaz in the fact that Boaz produces plentiful blessings in Ruth's life. Wait a minute, y'all missed that. Because Boaz favored Ruth, his favor produced plentiful blessings in her life. <laughs> Look at some of the blessings that were produced in the life of Ruth as the result of her receiving favor from Boaz. She received the blessing 
of sustenance. She was able to glean in his field to sustain not only her, but her mother-in-law, Naomi. She received the blessing of food and water. She received the blessing of protection, which means she had a safe environment. Lord, have mercy. All of these blessings were received by Ruth as a result of finding favor in the eyes of Boaz. And as I close, <laughs> God, who we serve, because he favors us, produces so many, many blessings in our lives. Am I right about it? We don't deserve all the blessings that God favors us with. But I don't know about you, but I thank God for every blessing he sends my way. Can anybody say with me, blessing after blessing keeps showing up my way. Thank God for his favor. Thank God for his blessing. If you know that you've been favored and if you know that you've been blessed, you ought to tell somebody that I am blessed. You ought to tell somebody that thank God for favor. And even though favor may not be fair to you, I thank God for every moment that I operate in his favor. Thank God, thank God for his favor. Can I stop and end it like this? When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all, I said all, all he's done for me, my soul. I said my soul. Is anybody in here whose soul cries out? Hallelujah. <laughs> I thank God. <laughs> <laughs>
divine favor. We know that you have been blessed through the hearing of God's Word on this day. We invite you to join us at New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, located at 4813 Hilltop Needmore Road, Fuquay, Arena, North Carolina. For more information, you can contact our ministry at 919-552-3531 or visit our website at www.newprovidencebaptist.com. Thank you for joining us and be blessed.